It's your boy Rabino. And this DJ Erm in the building. And you listen to the Up and Up podcast. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? I don't know. Just listen. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What it do, what it do. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning into the Up and Up podcast on the Up and Up Network. I'm your host, Rabino. And I'm DJ Erm, man. What's up, DJ Erm? What it do. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Chilling. Chilling. What's up with you? I'm good, bro. Like you know me, man. I'm blessed, grateful. Right? Always, man. Got to be thankful for the day, man. Mm -hmm. Um, For those of you first-time listeners, welcome. As I stated, this is the Up and Up podcast. This is the podcast where we're focused on cultivating culture, right? We do that by providing amazing stories of individuals, groups, movements. Mm -hmm. You know it, hustlers, shakers, right? Pioneers. Yes, sir. Right? Lane makers. That's a new one. Yeah. Right, Irm's tired of that. Are you tired of me, bro? <laughs> oh, man. Right, you can keep going. Yeah, I can I keep going. Yeah, yeah, but you know what it is, man. Ultimately, we're here to provide um, much-needed inspiration and motivation, right, for our communities out there. Yeah. Um, again, if this is your first time listening, welcome to the family. As I stated, the family. Shout out to all the consistent supporters, viewers, right, um, yep. the ones who've been giving us the energy and rocking with the Up and Up podcast as well as the Up and Up platform as a whole. Shout out to y'all. Salute to y'all. We love y'all. Right. Always. Always, man. Um, now, man, let's just get straight to it, man. The people know what we do up here. We bring amazing, compelling stories that are meant to inspire us, right? Yeah. And um, today's guest, I would say, is a man whose hustle and dedication to continuous growth and elevation um, in his craft and ventures is nothing short of inspiring. Um, he's definitely a true culture cultivator who's keeping everything he's doing on the up and up. Um, a little bit about this brother. Um, so he's he's an entrepreneur. Uh, I would say a visionary um, and owner of actually I would say one of the largest online sneaker resale companies and brands today, known as Shex Closet. Yes, sir. Um, as well as co-owner and <clears throat> sorry co-owner of new and highly anticipated storefront and boutique, the Mecca, which is located in Bellevue Square Mall. Um, this brother's been cooking. Right, like they, like yeah. you know, like they say, cooking. Yeah, I've, been, I've been in my bag. He's yeah. been in his, he's yeah. been in his luggage, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but the inspiring work is just beginning for this young brother, man. And there's many more uh, chapters to be written in his story. So let's just get straight to it. Our guest is none other than the big stepper. I like see, that. See what, see what I did yeah, there? Yeah. The big stepper himself, Ahmed Shek. Can we get a round of applause? Yeah. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys. How you doing, boss? Man, uh, I feel great, but stressed at the same time mm. but i'm happy i'm here mm. yeah, you know what i'm yeah. saying I'm, I'm always stressed but when i do stuff like this like i'm super excited it's hard for me to just take some time on my day you know just to talk to people yeah and tell my story because i've never really done that yet yeah. yeah so to me this is exciting hell yeah, yeah man well it's sure. a pleasure to have you bro and I, we know you're a busy guy <laughs> <laughs> i know we know firsthand um but it's, it's, a, it's a pleasure and honor to have you here man nah, sure. thank you guys man thank you hell yeah um so if you're familiar with the show we always start the show with a quote of the day right okay. something to get the vibe right get the mood right um brother erm over here yes, man sir. of the quotes yes, what you sir. got for us today boss all right this one's gonna be uh short and sweet to the point but the quote is trust yourself you know more than you think you do mm. yeah i like when you bring those like very short and sweet simple yeah. quotes man yeah you know, you you know, know. it's crazy that kind of fits my life right now yeah Cause I'm winging the shit out. Of it. You know <laughs> That's what I'm, what I'm saying. <laughs> Me too. Man. Hell yeah. Uh, who's that? Who's that quote by? by uh, Benjamin Spock. He was like a scientist. Mm. Yeah, back in the day. You know, shout Way out to back, shout out to Benji, you know. man. Yeah, for real. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. Um, so obviously the quotes is to to get the conversation started. But um, before we kind of obviously we get into stories, right? right people's right. journeys. But before we get into that, um, I did touch in the intro. Um, about all that you're involved in, obviously right. Shex Closet yep. and the Mecca that's that's you know p- about to open up. Um, but can you, in your words, right? Can you describe kind of for those who may not be familiar with the industry, right, or the right. space, um, what kind of experience they would get when shopping with either Shex Closet or the Mecca? Right. So uh, how it really started was my, you know, my self brand Shex Closet mm-hmm. started through Instagram. Um, I really got. I guess famous or like synonymous with early pairs, dealing with early pairs, dealing with very high end, hard to get items. Um, That's kind of how I started getting viral content out. That's how I started selling to these high end celebrities. Mm -hmm. That was the platform that I used to start 
my other businesses which came uh my discord plug palace mm. um that's where i got to a point that people were looking at me like yo how are you doing this how are you doing that um and i was like you know what let me create a platform um that i'm basically helping you you know provide this information teaching you the game because mm. there's a lot of money into shoes mm -hmm. and it's so much money like anybody can get into it mm -hmm. yeah. um especially if you know what you're doing so like i just created a platform to do that um, that also was the tool that I used to build like residual income mm -hmm. to start working on my other businesses, which mm -hmm. became Northwick Soul Exchange, yeah. which is the events that I'm throwing, which is this Saturday, okay. uh, November 13th. Um, that was a big thing that I wanted to start working on. I used to go to uh, sneaker con and complex con in L.A., New York, Miami. And I realized we don't really have anything like that over here. Mm. And when I go over like. And talk to these people they're like yo seattle is not a big market or like the northwest is not a big market i'm yeah. like dog you know the money we yeah, got yeah, in seattle yeah, exactly. right told you someone For told real. you wrong um exactly yeah. so i mean it just it just was like you know what we don't have that here there's a gap over here and i realized a lot of people were flying out to go to these events and i'm like man i feel bad for the youth growing up because when I was younger, we had these small events that I'd go to where I could just drive down the street, yeah. bring my beaters. You know, it's yeah. back in when like yeah. phone posits and like yeah. like hoop shoes yeah. is crazy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Bringing yeah. LeBron. So I'm yeah. like, that's how I got into it. Yeah. So nowadays, it's really tough for these kids to grow into it because these bigger events now they no longer come to these smaller markets. Mm. So I was like, you know what? Let me just do that for them. Um, because I always told people like my like my biggest thing is like I want talent here to stay here that and to sense. be cultivated here that makes sense you know what right. i'm saying because i'm like why do i need to go to to melrose to open a store yeah mm -hmm. if i could do it here yeah and they're like yo the market's not here so yeah. why don't we make a market yeah here? exactly you know what i'm saying yeah. so that's just always been my motto i love it so i was like let me start the events going uh our uh, started up it started going really well this is our second event this weekend and we doubled in size and uh mind you I haven't fully put like my all into it because the grand opening is yeah. the day after. Yeah, but yeah. Mm. Um, looking at it from the outside, looking in, like, it's amazing. A lot of people are flying in. Um, a lot of vendors. We have like 60 vendors. And that's people with like startup clothing brands. That's people with startup like sneaker pages, yeah. 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 businesses, like just giving people platforms again, just to show their stuff. Uh, and you never know who might bite, right? yeah. who might type, uh, tap in and, and push your brand to another yeah. level. Mm -hmm. So that's Northwood Cell Exchange. And then my biggest baby right now is the Mecca. Um, I opened that two months ago yeah. and maybe I sell, I sold myself short, but uh, it, it took off and it, and it yeah. blew up yeah. and we outgrew our space in Crossroads by a lot to the point the owner of uh, Bellevue Square, his name is Kemper. It's owned by the Kemper family. Okay. He started hearing about it and I'm like, how, how does a family that's worth like yeah. multiple billions like and hear about it stores yeah. in the mall so he yeah. came one day because we we're doing the pop-ups he kind of popped in and was like like i heard you guys are making a, like a big wave out there in uh bellevue and i was like yeah that, that was us and it was after hours he came knocking on our like door it was closed oh he knew we were so uh <laughs> and it was the son it was the actual son his name is uh kemper jr and he was like look how do you feel about coming to bellevue square and I was like, man, that's a dream for anybody. Yeah, like yeah, it, it, for in Washington, if yeah. you're in South Center or Bellevue Square, I feel like yeah, yeah, you they, made it. They, right? would, yeah, they would understand yeah. what that means. So yeah. he was just like, um, I mean, I kind of want to bring that experience over there. I'm trying to bring a younger atmosphere to Bellevue Square. Mm. I just came from Chicago and I seen Stadium Goods. Mm. And that was like the, the store that like blew him away. And I was like. I could be stadium yeah. goods. Like, yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got the inventory. <laughs> yeah. I just need the space and somebody to believe my vision. He was like, you know what? We started talking. He was like, don't even open up in Crossroads. This was like two days from my grand opening in Crossroads. He was like, don't even open up. Just come to Bellevue. And I was like, bro, you kind of, <laughs> you kind of, you, you know, yeah, you're pushing yeah, it a little yeah, bit. He was like, yeah. you know what? Come, come, come to Bellevue Square on Friday. My grand opening was on Saturday. And he was like, let me kind of sell you on the pitch. So we go down there, me, my little brother, my partner, Waleed, uh, brought my little sister. We kind of walk. He was like, meet me at the Sky Bridge yeah. from Lucky Strike going to the other side. And he stops us on the Sky Bridge like, yo, you see that building? Like, yeah. I own it. You see yeah. that building? I own yeah. it. He's like, the parking garage under, <laughs> yeah. I own it. Yeah. And he was just telling us, like, like everything about the space and how, it, like, it's been, like, four or five generations. 
and we started looking at a couple of spaces. Once I heard the prices, though, I was like, oh, hell no. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. oh, hell. Like, yeah. mind you, I'm thinking Crossroads is expensive. Yeah. yeah. And know, for, those, for those who don't know, Crossroads Bellevue is kind of more of the right, right. A more affluent. Um, right. It, I mean, it's really like a food court yeah. type of, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it, I was thinking that was expensive. Yeah. Mind you, that's like a fraction of yeah. a Bellevue Square. So my window was so small and I didn't really know anybody in this space. So, you know, he came at me and I was like, I'm good, bro. Like, I'm yeah. good. <laughs> I don't need it, bro. Enjoy your space. Yeah. Like, I'm good. I appreciate it. Went back to Crossroads. Uh, after about a month, you know, it, it's always in your mind. Yeah. Actually, no, I'm sorry. Actually, after the grand opening, he follows me on social media. Didn't know. He comes the next day on mm-hmm. a Sunday. Mm-hmm. It was like, I just seen 400 people at Crossroads. Yeah. He said, why are they at Crossroads and not at Bellevue Square? Yeah. He was like, let's renegotiate. You know, he sat <laughs> yeah, me yeah. down. I was like, you know what? Let's talk. And we did a lot of that for the next two months. And when I was at Crossroads, I realized, like, looking at my numbers, I was like, man, I'd do great in either locations yeah. paying mm-hmm. whatever rent yeah but i just couldn't I, you know you don't you don't know or you don't want to commit fully i just like you know what maybe i'm not ready maybe yeah. i am but mm. me and my partner talked every day was like man you think we're ready we think yeah. we're ready or like yeah. nah or he yeah. he was pushing me i was like nah i was trying yeah. to be the logical yeah. one yeah. he's 20 he's yeah. 20 by the way so i'm nah, like nah, nah yeah. you tripping bro yeah. i'm like nah, you don't know how much that cost yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. we did a lot of that to the point i brought the third owner rocky uh, he's 23 as well, very young, and it just made sense when yeah. we made the move. So no, no, that's that's and, and the reason I asked that is because I, I mean, obviously, and we're gonna get into that a little. Right. We're gonna yeah. go a little bit deeper yeah. into building the store. Yeah. Um, but I, it's dope to know that aspect because right. it kind of answers my question already when I said, "What can people expect?" And it's like someone who truly is trying to do the right thing. Yeah. You know what right. I'm saying, and not yeah. just trying to make a profit. Yeah. You know, obviously, you're gonna make money. Um. But yeah, no, that's dope. Now let's let's get into the let's get into the right, let's get into yeah. the journey though. I want I, want, yeah. I really want uh, to. So let's let's talk about the early life, man. Like you know where you grew right. up, man. It was that journey's like? crazy. It was yeah. the upbringing like <laughs> journey's crazy. Um, I mean, came here as a refugee. Yeah. Um, I'm Somalian. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom's about Shout out to the yeah. You shout out to saying? my Somalians. Come on. Mm-hmm. So, came here very young. Actually, uh, I was in pretty much the south end area. Yeah. Grew up in the Hollies. Mm-hmm. Uh, moved around the Hollies, then came to like uh, Skyway-ish, was in Raiden for a long time, went to Dimmit Middle School, did mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. Then around like middle, end of middle school, high school, moved down to Kent. But, you know, really like the the everyday African struggle came yeah. here yeah. on fucking Section 8 housing. To figure it out. I moved every fucking year. Yeah. And I feel like that's where I grew or learned the skill of like being a people person because mm-hmm. I've damn near lived everywhere. Yeah. Every yeah. fucking year with yeah. school. So yeah. I just knew how to talk to people, how to just fit in. And, how to and, like, adapt. Start, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, how to adapt. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that's kind of how I grew up. A lot of siblings. I got five brothers, three sisters. That's it was lot. just tough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Never had my own room. You're in never the middle. Had my you're own in the middle. Shit. I would assume you're in the middle, right? Second oldest. Oh, okay. So I was a parent. Uh, my older brother, knucklehead. So I was really the one that kind of had to do a lot of like the home stuff yeah. and, and take care of the family. But it was tough, man. It was tough. Um, my parents weren't really one of those parents where it's like, yo, like I'm going to help you with this and that. Like you had to figure it out. Yeah. You had to go get it on your own. Yeah. You had to fucking make your own yeah. money. You got to yeah. do all that. Yeah. So that's kind of how I grew up. Like, I was just very tough. My parents were very tough. Just figure it out type of nature. Like, we were just hustlers. You yeah. know, my yeah. dad fucking natural fucking put satellites up for people, bro. That's how he made his money. Wow. You know, he yeah. had no job. Yeah. It's inspiring. So it was just like, I used to go to my dad or go with my dad all around the Hollies putting up fucking satellites. Yeah. So people could watch the African channels yeah. and Indian yeah. channels. Yeah. yeah. So I remember <laughs> fucking, I'm like in fourth grade climbing yeah. up ladders and shit, fucking <laughs> yeah. like so that's how i like grew up and learned it you know the hustle from but it was tough man like growing up seeing everybody go through gang life and all that stuff even for myself like i've always wanted better for myself but i just grew up in tough circumstances like mm-hmm. i didn't have none of my paperwork legally until like i was 20 20 21 mm. yeah. so i couldn't work I was I was having a hard time going to school. I was having a hard time fucking getting a license. Yeah. Um, I never was the best person in school, but 
I always knew I was smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just never had anybody to push me or anybody mm-hmm. in my corner. Like that encouragement. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Never had that. Not yeah. until I switched schools and my counselors, counselor straight up was like, because I was asking, I was like, yeah, I never took a, a, a foreign language class, you know, for college. She was like, I don't know why you asking me. Like, you about to go to college. Yeah. She looked at my <laughs> shit and she was like, yeah, you got no hope. And I just wow. realized one day, like, damn, like, mm-hmm. I'm not that dumb. I'm yeah. just fucking lazy. That's how I feel like. It's yeah. important how they talk to you too. You know, the like no. the words are powerful, man. And sometimes when you go to counselors, especially right. at that age, like you know, she, I remember, going, I remember when I was in high school going to a counselor, and fortunately it was someone who was like, right. you can do whatever the fuck you want to do, right? You yeah. know, but it can go the opposite direction. So My, yeah, she gave me a wake up call. I think it was good for me. Yeah. Because I'm very nonchalant and very non-emotional person, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that was like the slap in my face. Cause I'm like, bitch, you can't tell me what to do. Like, I'm really like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you know, yeah, you know yeah, exactly. I go and she was like, look, you're behind in your math credits. You know, you you're failing this class, blase, blase. We have nothing opened, and from the looks of it, we don't really think you're gonna graduate. They threw me in the engineering class. They're like, this is the like the hardest class. No one signs up yeah. for it. She threw me in that class. I ended up fucking get a hundred percent and loved the Damn. class. Wow. Off the muscle if she yeah. just threw me in there, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And I didn't really care for it, but I just realized like I really like this shit. Yeah. yeah. So I went in, stayed there for two years in a row. hundred percent. I'm talking about with AP people, yeah. all this and they're like, yo, yeah. he's talking shit. Hell. You know what I'm saying? That's when I realized like, yo, I'm actually really smart when I apply myself. Yeah. And my uncle was in he he was an entrepreneur himself. He was flipping hardwares and in, in, in stuff that he was getting from companies, putting on eBay mm, and making yeah. big flips. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Let me get into the tech field. Um, after I graduated, I go to Green River. Um, I'm actually doing really good, doing really, really well. Go through, you know, all up to Calc two, do my physics, all that, and then everything started catching up to me because they were like, yo. Uh, we can't give you financial aid no more because you got no paperwork. Mm. I was like, what do you mean? And they're yeah. like, well, we can't find your paperwork, which I didn't. I was yeah. just kind of finessing yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Mm. Um, Let them find out before you tell them. Right. So <laughs> I never. So basically, my parents never really got my paperwork done. I didn't yeah. even have a green card, really. Wow. So I was just fucking winging it. And then to a point, I couldn't pay for it. Um, and I couldn't get a job because I didn't have paperwork. Mm. Yeah. So from like 18 to 21, I couldn't go to school couldn't get a job couldn't get my license wow couldn't do shit you know what i'm saying so yeah. it was like no that's that's a you know that's that's a um you gotta figure it out and that's right. an important that's, that's an yeah. important, very very pivotal part in people's right. lives man you right. know and um i'm glad you share that because you know i think a lot i mean there may be people who who are going through that or right or maybe just feel like they don't have options right even if yeah. they have their paperwork and stuff they just don't know where to go right um but looking back on that time, um, I guess, can you say like what what kind what kind of kept you optimistic, in in, in that space? So actually, don't like it's crazy because like my brothers was in the streets, my cousins was in the streets, mm-hmm. everyone around me was in the yeah. streets, and my mentor now, damn near, it's almost like a dad to me now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. His name is Sayun. Shout out to Sayun McBride. He worked at Kent Youth and Family Services, mm-hmm. and. I used to hoop. I was nice back in the day, you know. So he was like, "Yo, I got an AU team. Come by, blase, blase." Eventually, he was like, "You know what? I can get you a job here." It was a nonprofit organization. Mm. Uh, it was it was basically a community center inside a housing complex. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the majority of it was just Africans and Ukrainians. Like that yeah. was like majority of the people that was around there. So yeah. he was like, "You know, you can come work here. We could figure it out while we figure out your paperwork." Yeah. Uh, I ended up being there for like three, four years. And that's all I was doing. I created my own uh, AU program. At the time, I was like 18. I was coaching JV and varsity basketball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to the rotary tournaments. We had like this big fucking almost broken down bus. Yeah. I was driving around. Yeah. Mind you, I'm like a year, yeah. two years up. Bro, driving around, <laughs> finessing it, and, and just fundraising, getting the money. And really, these kids, right? AU at the time was almost like $1,000 for traveling teams. I'm like, look, I can fundraise the money. All you could, All you have to do is maintain a certain GPA. Yeah. I had a homework club because mm-hmm. I worked there. I was like, come mm-hmm. to my homework club mm-hmm. and you just have to do a certain amount of like community service. Yeah. yeah. And that's really all I pushed. And I was like, I'll take care of the rest. Mm-hmm. And mind, I'm like two years old and they're like, oh, nigga, man. what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, but I'll take Young care leader, of the rest. Man. You know what I'm saying? Young leader for sure, yeah. And that's really how it started. Uh, my brother was on the team, 
whole bunch of other people uh and it went really well a lot of people that was on it earlier like they were failing i ended up getting a lot of them into running start mm-hmm. two of them play overseas right now wow you know what i'm saying yeah. but i think half the team probably already graduated bachelor's by this point and they still to this day nah, like, they'll coach they come to my store like coach or dog no no like it's cool now you had that impact on them and people don't forget people will never forget how you make them feel you yeah, know right. that impression is everything bro and I'm just glad you touched on that because, bro, like, it, I could already tell right. um, you're like, I'm going to figure it out regardless because yeah. mm-hmm. I can't stop and I got to stay productive. I like I got this thing. I, I say productive patience. Like, you could be patient, but be productive while you're right, being patient. Right. And I feel like that's what that is. It's like you might be in, lim- you might be in limbo, mm-hmm. but you're like, shit, I got to find something to do. Yeah, you know what I mean, that's that, the that's the kind of vibe I got too, bro. Yeah, you know, you know no, how they're that, like you're just nonchalant. That's how it is, bro. That's I feel real. like it's in a lot of Africans too, because nah, yeah. we've seen our parents do it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like our parents got up and grinded every day. Yeah, they came here really on the same boat. Yeah, as I was. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm thinking in my head like, yo, you came to a country. Yeah, you didn't know the language. Yeah, you ain't got no job. Yeah. no education. Yeah. And you got three kids and you make it work or five kids, seven kids. I'm like, no, I could figure it out. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The reference it might take point. longer, but yeah. you're going to figure nah, it out. Nah, the reference, yeah. we got reference yeah. points, bro. The right. reference points are there. Now, let's 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 get into this, man, because um, I was always curious. Like, sometimes people have someone who kind of got them into a certain space or industry, right? Like, like Erm's the reason I do radio, too. Like, right. people, some people don't even know uh-huh. that. Like, he's one who kind of got me into right. that, you know? Yeah. Like, was there someone who kind of got you into or introduced the space to you as far as the resale shoe market? Or did it, did it even start there? Like, how'd you get into that? That's a good question. I think really it started off just by my older brother. Okay. You know, I used to just think my older brother was the flyest dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, all he did was wear Jordans and all that. And growing up, I'm like, damn, I want Jordans too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You start yeah, crying yeah. in your mind. Like, yeah. And that's really how it started. And, you know, just being in the hood back then, like, you don't really got money. The only thing you really got is your clothes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was like, mm-hmm. you, yeah. you look good, you, look you good. feel good. Yeah. And that's yeah. kind of how it started. Yeah. Um, and I used to always take care of my shoes. Mom used to be like, yo, you only get one or two shoes a whole year. Yeah. Right? One for school, one for Eve. <laughs> so I was like, look kept that bitch clean you yeah, know what yeah. i'm saying how to learn how to trade flip yeah. it like that's just how it was yeah. growing up off top and eventually i just like since i took care of my shoes they just started kind of piling up mm. to the point i got to a, an age and i went to an event and i was like damn people are buying and selling shoes and it really was more personal yeah i see people who had tables with a whole bunch of sizes like i i remember i had a table it was nothing besides tens. Yeah, they were like, "Nigga, you only sell size tens." I'm like, "Nah, it's just, it's just my shoes. <laughs> it's just my shoes. I'm just here you to show y'all what I got." That's and what that's kind of how it started. Uh, so it was like, he was like, "Are you still?" I was like, "Before, like trading, you know what I'm saying? Like, get what I want." Where the tens at? <laughs> and it just kind of started like that. Yeah. And I've always loved it. I just always like dressing up, being different, yeah. looking cool. Hell yeah, Fashion's to the point up. where it just, you know, I was doing it. And it, mind you, since I didn't have a job, yeah, I was also doing it to make money on the side. For sure. For sure. And it's just kind of one of those, like, your passion with your hustle and your only option is just somehow, like, having to work. They all just meet at the and same it worked. point. Yeah. yeah. You know? So what was, like, uh, so when you first got into it, what was, like, your your outlook, like, your reaction to the whole, like, sneaker business, you know? Bro, I, would, I loved it. Yeah. I, when yeah. I, I, remember, I just remember, like, even to this day, I see these bigger guys. Or, I mean, they're not big guys, but when I was young, yeah, I thought they were big. Yeah, and even me being bigger than them now, mm-hmm. they like come to me like, "Yo, like, what's good, super?" Stuff. I'm like, "Nah, nah, that's you." Yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm still yeah. like enamored when I see them, right? Because yeah. like mentally in my head, yeah. I'm like, I thought yeah. these guys were bigger than life. Yeah. yeah, and it's crazy to me. Like, I really thought these guys were bigger than mm-hmm. life. Yeah, so it's crazy when I walk around all the time, or they come to my store and like, yeah. "Yo, you're that guy," and I'm yeah. like, "Dah." you made me that guy yeah, you know what i'm saying like yeah, the reason yeah. why i love it is because you were inspiration it, you know? bro i was inspired yeah. and and it's and that's just how it was it was just a passion it was a love for it um I, you know like it's just a kid that just loves shoes and yeah. it just grew into yeah. something bigger yeah, yeah. so te- how did you get to learning um i guess technically the model and how to really go about doing it because i think when we spoke on the phone you said like right. wasn't your first go around like, right you had right. to like there's some trial and error and i think there's a lot of right. lessons in that but so that's what was that like that story i think that's the story to tell yeah you know um really how it started i did year up first okay shout out you're right. i did it too. so yeah. you did <laughs> yeah. oh, shout out what class are you Great man probably like 20 
16, 17? No, you around there saying I'm class eight. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forget, yeah. 16, Somewhere around there, bro. Yeah. yeah. You're up and up. Let's go. Yeah, man. <laughs> so I was in uh, the Kent Youth and Family Services. My coworker, his name is Ibs Ibrahim. Shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. I should see him come to work in a suit every day. I'm like, oh, where are you? Where are you coming from? You know? <laughs> He's like, this is program blase blase. Told me about it through the alley oop. I went down there, um, killed the interview. Mm-hmm. But they're mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, you need this, you need that. I'm like, dog, I ain't got no paperwork. On, you know, what <laughs> y'all hit me with these. I ain't got, no, I ain't got no paperwork. Yeah, like, and damn, yeah. There's a dude named Rio um, and Jessica. Those like, you know what? We can get you in a program and basically have you rock out for the first like six months out of the year. And by the time the industry comes, you have to kind of have your paperwork. And I was like, fuck, you know, I didn't know, but I was like, fuck it. I can do that. You know what I'm saying? I'll figure it out. Let me get in here. Let me me make (laughs) it so. Got ended up going in, um, killing it. Mm -hmm. And they were like, dog, you're like, you're really smart. And like why didn't you go to school but i'm like i don't got no paperwork like that's the only reason <laughs> only i'm here like yeah. no offense but yeah. you know that's yeah. the only reason i'm here and they yeah. understood it um so when i was in that program i was really just trailblazing mm. um they were at the time only doing um basically uh what was it uh they weren't doing coding at the time they were doing uh just hardware stuff so i was like you know what i just want to do coding yeah and i told them and i used to tell my teachers all the time to the point where they're like, you know what? You could code the homework and they could fucking break it mm-hmm. to do quality insurance or do QA checks. Oh, uh, yeah. And I started kind of having that dyam- dynamic and started pushing the bar. I started doing a basketball tournament, really mm-hmm. started telling my friends and really trailblazing to the point where, like, once I graduated, they put my name in the in a fucking plaque. In the Raptors? Europe. You got in the Europe? Yeah, Raptors? it's in gold. Yeah, I'm dead ass. Come man. on, man. It's in gold yeah, over that's there. That's real. Because I was doing so much, and I helped open up the Bellevue location. Okay. So it was even before the Bellevue location. Yeah, I did the Bellevue one. Okay, yeah, so I yeah. I helped push that really yeah. hard and get wow, that over man. there. Because yeah. they wanted to get in coding after they seen me do really well in coding. Yeah. I happened to go into uh, Oracle as an internship, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a horrible experience at first. Because mm-hmm. Oracle, or it used to be a response that got bought out by Oracle, mm-hmm. and the paperwork is so messy, I ended up starting two months late. Didn't give me any badges, no hard, like no computer, nothing. Yeah. yeah. So they were telling me, y'all just chill at home for two months. Mind you, like you only got six months. Yeah, so I'm like, right. I'm yeah. a nigga. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to I'm get a job. To, you yeah. know? I'm broke. Yeah. yeah. So I go come in every day and to the point they're just tired of me. Like, y'all just take your ass home. <laughs> I was like, look, is there any way I could just go there? Yeah. They were like, you know what? I talked to the manager. You could just go in. Can't do shit. Yeah. You could just go in. Stand by the door, wait till my badge in, and just sit. So I go in, I do that. I ended up meeting one of my very close friends. He was my manager at the time. His okay. name is Justin Safin. Okay. He was like, you know what, bro? Like, I'll train you because mm-hmm. you just don't be doing shit. Yeah. Yeah. Use it as time. So mm-hmm. I ended up just buying a laptop of my own, grabbing the Ethernet cable. That was the phone Ethernet cable. Put it in my shit and start working. Wow. It ended up killing it to the point. I was their first intern to do live work. Wow. Because there was like a, like a, like somebody went on vacation, somebody got sick, and the entire Nordstrom team was short. And this was the Nordstrom anniversary campaign. Wow. So they were like, we got a job for you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it was the, the, yeah. the biggest piece of work. Yeah. So I did the whole anniversary campaign wow. as an intern. Damn, bro. All the emails. But I, you was I, ready. I did all you the emails. Was, you was ready for it, though. Yep. Yeah. So once that happened, my, like, Europe was impressed. So they're like, um, we want you to speak in front of the board. And I was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got yeah. it. I'm good. I got yeah. it. I'm good. <laughs> so my ass didn't prep. You're right. They're telling me like two months in advance. I remember the day coming in, this girl had like a stack of note cards. And I'm like, bro, why you got note cards for? You know what I'm saying? Like, you doing too much. Yeah, I'm about to wing like, this. She was like, dog, you know who's in the room? I was like, nah. They just said the board. You yeah. know, I, I don't know. Yeah. And she was like, well, it's Rich Barton, you know, the founder of Zillow, mm-hmm. wow. the founder of Expedia, Glassdoor. Um, it was John Statton, co-founder mm-hmm. of Microsoft, mm-hmm. Seattle mayor, all these people. <laughs> now I'm like, oh, uh, hell no. You, don't tell you, you ain't ever no, no cars. I'm like, damn. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah. So she, she was like, you know what? It's cool. She was a homie. She was like, look, I'll go first. Like, you can listen to the questions, yeah. think about it, formulate it, 
we had a whole game plan so i'm like yeah we're good, that's what's we're up good. we're good shout yeah. out to her we hop in my name is ahmed so it starts with an a they're like oh ahmed you go first pull up my name oh, i'm like oh, god. god like why why yeah. would you do that to me <laughs> so i go up thank god though it worked out for me yeah because mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's your life yeah it's your struggle mm-hmm. it's the job that you're doing yeah so even if you're lying, I mean, I wasn't, but even if you're lying, yeah. they couldn't correct you. Yeah. They couldn't check you. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, you know what? Speak your truth. I'm going to just answer every question, speak my truth, be honest, kept eye contact, answer their questions, mm-hmm. and they were just blown away yeah. to the point. I remember because we, we actually got into a topic about the East African community and the Seattle Mary just kept bugging me with questions. Like, boom, boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. We kept going, and then Richard Barton started hopping in, yeah. started bugging me with questions. After we got done with it, the girl went up after. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to put her on blast, but mm-hmm. the girl went up after. She was just looking down on her note cards yeah. all the time. Mm. She was just, didn't yeah. even look yeah. up. Yeah. No questions after. It was over. We walk out. A week later, Rich Barton calls the school. It was like, once he graduates, he has a job. Mm. She was like, it was just to Zillow. Yeah. Mind you, this is the point where Zillow yeah. was like yeah. 0.001% yeah. hiring rate. Yeah. So once he, once he graduates, he got the job. Wow. And they're just like, this is a big deal. And I'm yeah. like, well, shit, Nonchalant. we'll, we'll Nonchalant. see. I'm like, we'll see yeah. when I graduate. Yeah. But like, yeah. it's, it's all good. Yeah. Um, I ended up graduating. And like a month later, he emails me directly. He was like, like I'm, I'm ready for you if yeah. you're ready. Um, I went in there and didn't really interview. They just gave me the job. Mm, the and they have a little, like, Facebook thingy internally. So you could see kind of who refers you or hires you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mine was, like, all the way to the top. So yeah. coming in, yeah. everyone was like, <laughs> like, how'd you get referred yeah. by the CEO, yeah. you know, the founder? Yeah. I was yeah. like, look, just happened to yeah. get lucky, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm yeah. here. But yeah. uh, it was a blessing and a curse because mm-hmm. I was, like, 21. Okay. I probably was, if not the youngest person at the time. And I felt like the attention of that, like, caused a lot of, like, just hate very early. Yeah. Yeah. I was very young, yeah. very just, like, innocent as a person. Yeah, yeah. Very open. And I just, I had a horrible experience. Mm. Like, straight up had a horrible experience at Zillow. Yeah. And I did a lot for Zillow. Yeah. Um, I actually created Billow, Blacks and Zillow. Wow. I created that at 21. Wow. Damn. To this day, nah, it's yeah, created by Ahmed Shek. I'm familiar with that. With the uh, fact check, one hundred percent. Now, Damn. what if I tell? What if I tell you I got in trouble for creating that? What? That's crazy. I got in trouble for creating that. Swear to God, got Why? in trouble because they thought at the time like I was creating like division and you know how yeah. it is, all that yeah, stuff. disruption. Yeah. And it wasn't a thing. So yeah. they're like, "Yo, like, like, what are you doing? We don't like. You need to stop doing all yeah. that." Blase, blase. Now they give out an award every year. Yeah, for Billow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, and for, they, for, and for yeah. those who don't know, Zillow, uh, Billow's the Black Network black for Zillow, Zillow. Um, yep. for employees. Yes. That's yo. First of all, um, I'm about to get in my bag. I'm yeah, telling, like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'm I'm inter- I'm curious because like you have a certain um, like a fuck it mentality, like a, a, a mm-hmm. confidence though, right. right, in a good way, where it's like, yo, why not? Right, like a why not? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at that young age to go into corporate America, so to speak, and to say, yo. There's something wrong here. Right. Someone should do something about it. Like, where does that come from? Honestly, I don't know. I mean, I think really because me being an older brother mm. and the experience I had as far as, like, my older brother was yeah. so bad, I always wanted to be that person for my younger siblings. Mm. And I've always did everything I could do to make sure, like, they had a better chance than me or they yeah. had a fair chance. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. And I just feel like everywhere I went to, that's kind of how my energy was because mm. I went from that to doing uh, being a coach at a community service uh, at a, a, a rec hall. Yeah. Right. And going from that to corporate America, I mm. still had that innocent energy. Yeah. That's what I'm telling. Like it, I was still very yeah. innocent yeah. as yeah. a person. Yeah. yeah. Like you always want good. That momentum. Yeah. 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 Yep. So I got in that space doing the same thing. That makes sense. Um, I got the first in- interns in, in Europe into Zillow. Mm-hmm. I helped make that happen straight up. Yeah. Got the first interns there. And from there, we've hired like, I think 15 Europe students have been hired at Zillow. Mm-hmm. All from like the strength. There was never nobody from Europe ever there. Um, it's amazing. So it went from interns to hiring people. 
and they never used to hire anyone without a degree mm-hmm. so a lot of things changed and so yeah. i started getting up there because my my close friend katie she was a cfo Mm-hmm. And she was on the board as well. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why we had a good relationship, and I was yeah. able to do so much very yeah, fast. That makes yeah. sense. But again, it caused a lot of friction. Yeah, for sure. With like my internal team. Yeah, yeah. And it just caused so much friction that like anytime they could blame me for stuff, they did. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember we did a team outing, and they're writing stuff. I forget, I forget the game's name, but you write stuff on a card, you put it in the thing, and they tell you that you have to guess who that person was. Oh yeah. So like you know, yeah, know all, like yeah. you're smart, you're yeah. rapper, blase, you're yeah. kind. I was like black chicken, watermelon, in hot sauce, and I was like, ain't no fucking way, boy. Yeah. Ain't no fucking. Am I jump twenty one? That's crazy. And I don't know what to do, and they're just yeah. laughing about it. She laughed so hard, she framed it. That's put it on her desk. Mind you, that person became my manager. That's wild. You see wow. where, you like, see it's where, like the audacity to <laughs> think that, like, I mean, where's the professionalism? Right, and you I'm young, I mean? so yeah. you got to understand, I come from the street, so it's like, I'm not going to go to HR. Yeah. Fuck a HR. Yeah. HR yeah. is never going to be in my head because yeah. I'm in a mentality, yeah. like, you ain't going to snitch. You just shut up. You get, you get your work done. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I your parents would be like, yo, it. just shut the fuck up. Get yeah. your work done. Yeah. And that shit, like, fucked me up. Yeah. And that's kind of, like, how, like, I got into corporate. From there, I left. Yeah. I was like, ah, fuck this shit. Yeah. I ended up leaving. I'm going to Microsoft. Yeah. And Microsoft's really when I started, like, building my skill sets. Mm. I started working as a campaign developer. Mm-hmm. That's where I learned, like, my marketing. Yep. Just geniuses. Yep. Yeah. Like, that helped me build my own brand. Yeah. Um, and I was there for a couple years. Now, during my, like, third year on Microsoft, I tried, or I tried opening a first store. Okay. Way back. Okay. 2017 2018 on capitol hill mm-hmm. it was called restock so you try to open like a brick and mortar right okay so it was actually on top of a smoke shop okay so you couldn't even you had to go in the smoke shop okay. upstairs. Okay. it was on cap yeah. hill like literally on cap hill it was right by the qfc like two yeah i know i know right. exactly what you're talking yeah. about yeah. so we were there um and the, like the kid my partner he had to be like 19 uh his dad owned the building so that's really what inclined me to do it yeah, you know what yeah. I was saying? he was like all right shit rent's yeah. hella cheap yeah. Yeah. we tried winging it we tried making it happen it was a lot of friction during the same time both of my brothers got shot that year mm. same year damn so i'm working at microsoft full time i'm trying to get that open yeah and then my younger brother gets shot in january he was at the A Boogie concert, drive by got shot. Oh my and then my God, older brother that. gets shot. Yeah. Uh at the uh Kazi. He ended up getting shot, mm-hmm. um, torn up. And that was the same year. So I'm yeah. sleeping in the hospital for like two months, mm. going straight to the to Microsoft, going straight to the store. Yeah. Every day. Hitting the toll. Damn. And my toll bill was crazy. Yeah. That's just that's how yeah. it was. So yeah. I was trying to do something. Um it was just a lot of unfortunate circumstances. Yeah. And then my partner and me, my partner just wasn't getting along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot going on at once. It was a yeah. lot. Um, and then eventually I just got laid off at Microsoft and I went to Africa in 2018. Mm. So when I went to Africa, I was there for three months and I told my partner, I was like, look, you could hold, you know, you could hold down the fort and when I be back, like we're good. And I knew my homie Paris and yeah. soulmates yeah. was coming on Cap Hill. So I was like, yo, you gotta get your shit together. Yeah. Mm-hmm go over there but it was a horror story mm. people call me like yo i'm not even gonna go to the store if you're not at the store Damn. like this happened this mm. dude's wearing my clothes. whole bunch of shit mm. so the point i was like just washed my hands was like i'm done mm. and when i was in africa at the same time like it was life-changing for me yeah like life-changing well, me and family it was like was like a was that like a necessary unplug to get away from everything that was li- that changed me for like the better yeah, yeah. Like, if i never went to africa <clears throat> yeah like I, I don't think I'd get to the point where I was now because I, I stopped taking things for granted, and I stopped complaining mm. and just got mm-hmm. shit done. Mm. Cause I was out there and I seen like my family that went to school and do all this. They still didn't have a job. Mm. You know, didn't really have places to sleep. My auntie, you know, she she was blind for ten years. First thing I did was get her surgery. Mind you, I brought like twenty five thousand. I'm like, I'm about to fucking yeah. kick it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, fuck a, fuck a family. I'm yeah, about to yeah, kick it. Yeah, like, yeah. that was my mindset. This is for like, me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I was yeah. saving money. Like, I'm not, I'm there to, I'm trying to stay at a hotel and yeah. fucking live yeah. my best mm-hmm. life. Yeah. So I go down there. And also, like, on, like side note, I've always kind of hated Africa. Not, like, not trying to say, I've, like, my family in Africa. Yeah. 
because I used to always think my mom would favor them. Because you, you know when you grow yeah. up, your parents yeah. give them hella yeah. fucking money? Yeah. Yeah. Like, nigga, I haven't ate in a week. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, everything no, like that's I mean, how it that's was. Real. That's real. Just be like, dog, like. Why are you doing yeah. that? It like, made you. It made you think of right. like you had you, your own narrative about right. it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you just like y'all. They're smoochers. Yeah. They're fucking lazy. Like yeah. they're fucking this. Like yeah. you know, like, you're young. Yeah. You're a kid. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, know sure. better. Kid, yeah. So I just always was like, dog, like fuck these niggas. Dog. Like, yeah. and I'm not even trying to say that, but it was just like, bro, I'm fucking struggling yeah. over here. Mm. I ain't got no paperwork. I ain't got no money. Yeah. We broke. I ain't eating. There's yeah. a disconnect. There's a disconnect. Yeah, and understanding. So I'm going over there. Like that wasn't my concern. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking enjoy my life everything changed i go down there you, you meet your family you realize yeah. like oh no, no, these niggas need this money dog. <laughs> yeah, like, they yeah, need for this real. shit you know yeah yeah for and sure and i really got time to like spend time with them really understand their life their struggle like i just ended up staying in the house mm. not even going to the hotel just staying in the house uh damn their toilet wasn't working like i'm bathing myself in a bucket like yeah. that's how i was staying down there and just used all my money on them mm. like my, my my aunt my mom's sister she was buying 10 years Mm. got her surgery done both mm. eyes she was able to see Damn. my my cousin he had two kids or three kids i'm sorry lived in one room in downtown like they cook clean everything in this little room mm. so i got her apartment paid for like three years of rent up front mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying downtown up same thing my other cousin seven kids did the same thing mm-hmm. like i just made sure everybody was just taken care yeah. of boom, yeah. boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom, yeah. that's boom, real boom, boom. to the point when i came back i was dead broke mm-hmm. yeah but I felt so good mm-hmm. like I was mentally so like just free I don't know what it was bro yeah. I just felt it's a so different, good you, it's a different type of wealth that you gain right like you, you may have gave, given away the kind of the tangible right you know money right and wealth but you gained something more internal right that's intangible and could live forever type right. shit that's no, how it, I see it it was beautiful it really changed everything about me my perspective it made my relationship with my parents better. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I appreciated everything that they did. Yeah. I respected what they did even yeah. more. Yeah. Now when they talk to me, I, I listen to everything yeah. they say. Because yeah. you realize there's a bigger picture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and that's the first time I realized, like, shit is bigger than you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm it's saying? It's important, like, man. A lot of things are bigger than you. Yeah. And that's crazy because that is... Especially being, you know, um, it, it just being an immigrant growing up, um, first generation, it's like that's actually a luxury now for people to be able to just even experience right. what you experience. Yeah. That's a luxury, bro, right. to get that type of perspective. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, it's important, man, and that's that's amazing, man. That's yeah, it was, amazing. It was beautiful, and that's that's really what started it. Yeah, I came back dead broke, mm-hmm. no job, like I had no money, and then. That's low-key what kind of started me back into shoes. Got you. Because I had a fire collection. Yeah. So I was like, let me just start selling this stuff. Um, that started getting me back into shoes for a little bit until I started working again on Microsoft. And then there was a point that I was like, you know what? I'm done with shoes. Mm. I'm done. I'm on my corporate you had another grind. Bre- another breakup? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know, because yeah. I'm done. Yeah, they just, yeah. You know, I tried multiple times, yeah. right? No, By that-, that time, it was like my second, third time. So I was yeah. like, I'm done. Mm. Microsoft was going good, got promoted, yeah, and I'm making six figures now. Yeah. Like I, I told myself I wanted to make six figures when I was thirty. Yeah, so I was like, hell yeah, like, yeah. like I feel schedule. like I'm doing something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I was there. I kind of, I, I done. I was done with shoes. End of 2019, November. One of the homies like, yo, there's a local sneaker event. Come by, bro. Yeah, I was like, I'm good. So then I just come by, like old time sakes everybody's been asking for you because i always had a table yeah it was really good yeah it was like just come by so i go by walk around ain't nothing special i see one of the, like the little homies yeah you know what i'm saying like when i was doing it he was like 13 14 yeah. cool as hell yeah so he just starts talking to me starts flexing on me tough like <laughs> bro i was at sneaker con la i was selling top i was selling shit to offset Vase, 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 vase. Like, just we're talking for an hour. He's like, What happened to you? Used to be the man. I felt like it was the 50 cent. Like, you're like, Damn, homie. High school, you was a man. So he was just over here, just (laughs) on me. And I'm like, Dog, if you're doing it, I I know for sure I can do it. So he just started. We started. He he got me back into selling shoes. That's crazy. And now he's my business partner at the store. And he's 20 now. He's 20. 
That was but, wow. That was necessary though. Right. The universe is. brings people into your life right. yeah. for certain yeah. things. So if he never had that conversation with me, yeah, and like fucking just demolished me for that good thirty <laughs> minutes, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be here. Yeah. And I wow. tell him that all the time. No, you that's know what I'm that's saying? your ref- your reflection on that is important though. Like you 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 clearly vividly remember every single mm-hmm. step. Yeah. That's that's what's important. Sometimes people just go through the motions right. and they're, you know, achieving you know? things, which no, is good. Sure. But you gotta but it, you gotta know what everything means, connect right. the dots, you know? It's mm-hmm. it's crazy. And I think the biggest thing is relationships. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And he yeah. and he thought highly of me. Yeah. And even in his mind, even though he was like, let's just say he wanted to shit on me, mm-hmm. he he knew I was yeah. the person to shit on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There saying? was an yeah. underlying yeah. respect yeah. there. Right. Like he sure. was like, look yeah. If I'm gonna flex those ways, him, and I'm gonna let him know, like yeah. I've been doing it. Yep. So we just had a decent relationship. Um, COVID hit. Yeah. COVID was really like what helped change my life. Because mm-hmm. when COVID hit, I was able to work from home every day. Mm. So once that started, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna sell everything." Yeah. Mind you, I lived with my brother mm-hmm. in a little closet. Mm-hmm. It was like probably smaller than this mm. no claim so that's where yeah. my name checks closet yeah. came from yeah mm, okay because yep. i my brother got shot up yeah you know he couldn't work mm-hmm. so i lived with him for three years yeah to just pay his rent mm-hmm. yeah i was like he has a family he has a wife a couple you know yeah. two kids so i was like you know what yeah i'm making six figures so people are like yo why the fuck are you in a little little room yeah i traded my fucking bmw for a prius mm-hmm I was like, again, it's bigger than me, right? Yeah. I'm coming back from yeah. the trip. I'm going to take care they don't of my see, brother. They don't see the yep. vision. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So for three years, I'm just in a little room, just percolating, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. in this little ass room, just <laughs> percolating, just <laughs> yeah, like yeah. trying to figure it out. Um, mind you, I got a great job. Mm-hmm. Like everything's good, but it's like, yo, I'm still in a tough situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so again, like it started in my little room, sex closet. Once COVID hit, I started selling everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, Fuck it, I'm still everything. Yeah. <laughs> just something hit me, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like, I'm, I can't go out. Yeah. I can't flex on nobody. I can't yeah. do anything. I'm just sell everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It happened to just work. It started taking off. I don't know what. I don't know what it was. It just worked. But you knew you you knew what you were doing. Absolutely. Right. You knew what you were doing. Absolutely. So when you say when someone says I'm just gonna sell everything, right, right, right. Like there's there's strategy behind that that right. you already yeah. you've I already think, went through. I think learn. what changed this time around was the corporate experience. Yeah. Me coming from a space where all I was doing was marketing mm-hmm. for these big corporate giants, talking to these stakeholders, mm-hmm. making these decisions, mm-hmm. I just really applied it to myself. Yeah. Right. Mind you, there's a lot of kids in this industry, but there's also a lot of money in this industry. Mm-hmm. So really, if you come correct, you know what you're doing. Yeah. You're good at people. You're good at networking. Yeah. That alone would take you, you know, yeah. to a certain level. Yeah. Ended up again just doing that still working full time yeah i'm still managing a team in india yeah so i would go from like 7 a.m to lunch lunch ship fucking 30 shoes come back yeah go back to work and i was working till like 2 8 2 2 2 a.m at night because like my 9 p.m was their 9 a.m and yeah. i had to debrief them yeah and yeah. i was their project manager yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so i was just like i'm telling you for six seven months and you don't sleep that's it i was boom, 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 damn bro like that's straight like shit. that didn't go out, don't party. Like I don't drink. Yeah. I've never yeah. drank. Yeah. I've never yeah. smoked in my life. That's I a, don't go out. That's I just stayed in that low ass room. No, that's that's some that's that dedication. Man, that's, right that's, there. But that's that's big, bro. Because and I remember when we were talking on the phone, right. we were talking about it. It was like a lot of times, especially nowadays, people only see your wins, right? Right. And obviously, sometimes we feel guilty because we're like, man, I don't only want to show my wins. <laughs> I don't want to document. But it's like, shit, I got to work too, you know? Right. Right. So um, I'm glad you're able to touch on that, so people know, like, yo, when they see these fly ass kicks and they see, right. they know where that comes from, 100%. and you don't just get that shit on accident, bro. Right. I, I say luck is attracted to preparation, bro. You know what I mean? For real. Nobody hey. gets lucky, bro. Like, yeah, people right. prepping every day yeah. for this shit, and it happens that way. So. Yeah, bro. It's, like, at the end of the day, you chose to do certain things that put you in certain places. Right. You know That's what real. I mean? 100%. So we That's be saying real. that all the time, bro. So I feel like it's a, it's, it's a lot about just good energy, mm-hmm. patience, and networking. Yeah. Come on. I think man. that's the, the three biggest things that got me to where I've gotten yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Confidence. You know what I'm saying? Belief in yourself, too. Right. Like, yeah. And so, um, now... I, I do want to kind of briefly touch on right. this because I remember uh, seeing this. Uh, so you had a moment when, uh, speaking of 2020, you had a moment when you kind of went like mini viral, a little bit viral, yeah. right? <laughs> Where, uh, yeah, funny. and it's funny because you, one of your videos said how like people believe anything they see on the internet, right? Oh, yeah. So you kind of like 
people confused uh, Sheik and Sheik's <laughs> shoes. Right, right, and you, right, right. you went along and played a joke saying that you own Sheik's shoes and right. people believed it and it blew To this it up. day, actually. Yeah, they still, some people still probably do believe <laughs> that it. That was but, the worst running joke yeah, I did to myself yeah. to this day, bro. What did, what did you, I guess, what did you learn from that? And then what did you gain from that, I guess? If you know anything. what's crazy? One, I'm camera shy. Yeah. I'm very camera shy. Mm -hmm. And I don't record videos. Yeah. If you go on my Instagram, I probably yeah. took like two pictures of my face. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know why one day I just <laughs> rolled over my bed and somebody tagged me in this damn video. Yeah. Yeah. And they thought they were funny. They're yeah. like, oh, look, bro, it's your fucking name. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I'm like, dog, it's not my name. Yeah. And so when I was like, you know what? Took me two takes. Mm. I roll over the bed. I do the fucking video, yeah. and I'm thinking nothing of it. Like yeah. no one's gonna give a fuck. It was just for him. Like, yeah, just for the key keys. Yeah. Um, it blew the fuck up. Yeah. It was, was on crazy. World Star. <laughs> it was on damn near every sneaker pay. Like, I swear to God, it was everywhere. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. They really believe this stuff. Yeah. I mean, I knew what I was doing, and I knew like yeah. it. It was potential to be viral, yeah. you know, and, it, and it's good. Like, I was building traffic. Yeah. And a lot of, like, what helped me build my brand was TikTok. And I understood that very early. Mm -hmm. Again, just coming from the marketing side. Yeah. And I was able to look at data and analytics behind yeah, the scenes. for sure. So I hopped on there just for business. Yeah. Right? And that's the only reason I was on TikTok. Yeah. I was a grown-ass man. I'm yeah. 28. Yeah. I was like, why am I on TikTok? <laughs> it was just to do that. For sure, for yeah. sure. Um, but it worked out. Yeah. I just I just bring it up because one of the things you said is, like, people people believe anything they see oh, on the everything. internet. You know? So yeah. it's, it's just a message like, yo, fact check, do your research. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I made a YouTube video after that, too. And yeah. I explained all of that, yeah. and it was crazy because I had people DM me, email me, every like their applications, mm -hmm. their, their jobs, H their HR complaints. They're still, I swear to God, it went for like six months. And they, and they, they probably I seen that video yeah. on YouTube yeah. where yeah. they talking about. Yeah. I was like, yeah. damn, it was crazy. To this day, they're like, yeah, is a shoe? Is a shoe? Is it not? Is it and joke? It's, and it's pronounced Sheck. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I guess yeah, you know that's man. that's a takeaway. Now, um. Now, obviously, with all you're doing, you know, it's, it's pretty straightforward or it's pretty understood um, that you, you're you still growing, but right. you're well established in the space. Um, can you talk a little bit about the aspect of collaboration in the industry? Because um, obviously, any industry you go into, there's, it's competitive, right? right. Whatever you're competing. But um, I noticed that you do uh, do a lot of collaborative work, whether it's at these events and meetups, right. things like that. Talk about the importance of collaboration and, and I guess what, what you've gained from that. Right, very important. Mm -hmm. And I've done things with people in every aspect of the mm -hmm. shoe game, mm -hmm. not just like selling shoes, yeah. but also like uh, there's botter. You know, like the game is like broken down like multiple, like discords, resellers, mm -hmm. store owners, mm -hmm. botters. Like mm -hmm. there's a lot of different avenues. Mm -hmm. And I've always made sure that I was good with like everybody. Mm -hmm. And one thing I learned very early uh, and again, just the corporate side, it was how important networking was. Mm. So any opportunity I have was like, you know what? Even if they were smaller than me, yo, I got an idea. Let's run it by me. Let's see how it goes. Mm. Bozzy, bozzy, let's figure out if it's, mm. if it's dope. And I don't care who you are, but if the execution is dope, yeah, yeah. let's do it. Yeah. And I've always been that person. Mm -hmm. So if it came from marketing, uh, events, uh, shit, even doing like bot promotion, Discord promotion, like everything, I've done it all. Mm -hmm. uh, and I just again I learned that from yeah. the corporate space. You're, you're open-minded. Brought to yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad you brought that up, bro. Because uh, like when we look at it, or people that's not really in the game, we're like, okay, it's just buying and selling shoes. Right, like, right. You know what I mean? We don't put too much thought behind it. Right. But, um, I'm kind of glad you brought up that there's a lot of different oh, avenues yeah. in it. So if you could kind of talk about that a little bit, that right? Would yeah, be for sure. So, I mean, and I just something popped in, and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get into the second question. Because actually, I truly wouldn't be here, right, if I didn't network. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I said that is because, the, again, what I got famous for was, like, the early pairs, the back doors. Mm -hmm. And that happened because a small account, it's a true story, no profile picture type shit was, like, just talking to me. And they were like, yeah, I'm, shock I'm shocked you even responded type shit. And I was mm -hmm. like, what mm -hmm. do you mean? Yeah, I respond yeah. to everybody. Yeah. And that's the reason why I didn't put a website up. Mm -hmm. To this day, people always ask me, like, bro, I damn near, there was points I was getting a thousand DMs a day. They're like, why don't you just put up a website? I was like, because I get to talk to each person mm -hmm. for each order mm. that I do. Yeah. That's, and, that's, there's that's, people, and there's people that I yeah. bought from that 
changed my life. Mm. They gave me information that changed my life. That's mm-hmm. real. They gave me a plug that changed my life. Yeah. All because all I did was start talking. That like, energy. damn, that's crazy. You that like energy, this shoe? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, you did blah. You know, we just started mm-hmm. having conversations. Yeah. Wow. But to this day, that's real. never put up a website. Damn. For that very reason. That's crazy because I, I see it now because it's like the energy transfer right. in, in that conversation. Even if it's virtual, like it's, right. it's mm-hmm. more than just kind of someone going and adding something right. to a cart and yeah. dipping out without having any right. interaction. And, yeah. and, and, and that's what like my, my thing was because a lot of people... I talked to a lot of people. Same thing with you. You're like, yo, yeah. get an assistant. Yeah. I'm like, it's just something about me getting shit done. It was yeah. something about me just connecting with people that worked for me. Yeah. And that's how I got, like, these trophy rooms, right? I did mm-hmm. this deal directly with Marcus Jordan. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's Mark, Michael Jordan's yeah. son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what that's I'm saying? Crazy, like, I've, you know, this deal happened behind that was, that was, closed doors. That was a stunt right there. That was you know what I'm saying? Like, I no, like it, it, yeah. there was yeah. a picture that went viral all over the, like, for good and bad, I yeah. got a lot of attention, but... Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was in a room with with uh, 250 pair of these. Mm-hmm. Mind you, at the time, the valuation was like almost $600,000. Yeah. It was just sitting in my living room. Yeah. A dude in Renton, mind you, like everybody in the world was trying to get this shoe. I probably had 10% of the entire stock of the world. How do you Damn. handle yeah. that? Does that come with pressure? Like, do you feel pressure when you have such valuable oh, yeah. products? 100%. Um, what do you do to like kind of ease your mind and uh, your, your mind never <laughs> yeah, is at ease, bro. Never. You know what I'm saying? I'll be wondering, bro. I had three motherfucking cycling through my house and <laughs> shit right all times, but nah, it, it it's crazy. I didn't sleep that trip mm. uh or that month and a half because the deal was all cash. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mind you, I'm like a fly with a certain amount yeah. of cash. Yeah. Um and I mean the deal was about like three hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Um uh, shit and and that was me coming off. I got laid off at, at, at my last job. Yeah. End of 2020. And this was the deal that cemented me being an entrepreneur. Because mm. I told myself. I was getting a severance package. I was able to get unemployment on top of it. I said, look, I got six months to figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. Is either go back to work or make it work. Yeah. This deal made it work. Wow. Yeah. Right. This deal alone. Yeah. I made $100,000. Yeah. No. And that's that one deal. That's the moment. And that's when I realized, like, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I made what I made last year. What fucking deal? I'm not going back to work. Well, you're only and you're only competing against yourself too. Feels like right. Like there's 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 definitely people out there. um, I'm so I'm talking more so just kind of like looking at where you're at. Like okay, well, this is where I was at last year, three years ago. Look where I'm at now. Like you know what I mean? We're always competing against ourselves. Type one hundred. I mean, to me, I'm not doing it to be in a sense like the richest person in the world mm-hmm. it was more just to take care of my family yeah and alhamdulillah like i j- like i moved out last year mm-hmm. but i've always told myself i'm not going to move out if i still can't help my brother pay his rent mm-hmm. or help my parents pay their rent mm-hmm. so to this day i'm it's i'm paying my rent and helping yeah. pay their rent yeah, and yeah. my parents rent. Yeah. it's yeah. not just me doing me yeah, yeah. yeah and i made sure that yeah. yo the day i could move out is a day I could damn near pay everyone's rent. Yeah. And that's what happened for the last year. That's mm-hmm. man, that's beautiful. So again, that's really what made me like do it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to this day, bro, like I make sure my family's taken care of. Yeah. I still make sure I'm sending a certain amount of money back to Africa. Yeah. Like I'm making sure I'm putting money in my in my siblings' pocket. Yeah. Just now I'm I'm I just hired four of my siblings to work at the store. That's amazing. You know what I'm that's saying dope. my younger Salute. brother's the manager, yeah. my on, older man. brother's the security Come on, guard. Bro, that's big, my bro. My sister's at the yeah. register. Yeah. My other brother's at the register. Yeah. So it was bigger than me, you know. Like, you know, a lot of people are like, yo, I want to make, I want to be rich. It's like I want to make everybody around me rich. Yeah. What's your vision? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's definitely like more fulfilling, bro. Right. You know, way more mean? fulfilling. So, yeah. yeah. And then again, like pe- pe- whatever people see on the surface is never going to match the context, right? Like, so. You, yeah. you you move you move with a certain frequency you move with a certain um, energy, bro, and it is what it is. You leaving your sure, mark, man. you're making mm-hmm. an impact, bro. So I'm inspired, bro. This is <laughs> this is yeah. dope, man. And um, now before we get you out of here, obviously you're a busy guy. Um, we know there's a grand opening in which you you announced right. that that's coming up. Um, so okay, so how would you describe the experience of like? Someone walking into the Mecca when they walk in after the grand opening when mm. it's open, what are they gonna experience aside from just dope ass products? Right. <laughs> I mean, this is the question I ask myself every day. When I was, like, <laughs> getting this thing. No, true story. Like yeah, I was yeah. designing it. Yeah. Um, I was trying to bring New York and LA 
to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was my first like point out of bullets, and that was my first point. I like yeah. it. How I like do it. I bring New York, LA to Seattle? Because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people here. They'd be like, yo, I'm going to go to L.A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do some shopping. Yeah. I'm going to come. I'm like, why are you going to L.A. to do some yeah. shopping? Yeah. yeah. Like, because there ain't shit here. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, if I, I love everyone. Yeah, but like, exactly. you know, they're just going down there to, to shop. So I was like, you know what? How do I bring that experience here? Mm-hmm. How do I build a place where if celebrities do come or athletes do come, mm-hmm. they can go and get what they need? Mm-hmm. I used to watch a lot of sneaker shopping. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys seen it with Joe LaPuma. He brings uh, us celebrities. They oh, do yeah. like the shopping. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Like hella random as fuck. They bring yeah. the random. Okay. Yeah. So I realized like nobody in Seattle did one in Seattle. Mm. They all went to LA. Mm-hmm. Every other person did it in their city. Mm. Wow. We're the only city. Yeah. They don't do it in their city. Got it. And I was like, ain't no fucking way, boy. <laughs> <laughs> the way, no we way, boy. It, you know what I'm saying? Like, the way, no it. way, boy. Like, yeah. I was like, ain't no way. Ain't yeah. no way. And I was like, I need to make a space that is clean mm-hmm. so that if they do do that or want to do that, they have a space to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And two, we have the inventory where you can do a L.A. type shopping in Seattle. Mm-hmm. That was my two like yeah. points Maybe. that I needed very, to And it's very focused, yeah. very focused, very right? focused vision. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, we're just making sure it was clean. Yeah. Making sure like we curated certain mm-hmm. pieces. Yeah. We, we wanted a certain look. Yeah. We wanted to build our own brand. Like I w- I'm working on my own merch, you mm-hmm. know, mecha design stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh working on other side projects that you'll probably see on the grand opening. Hell but yeah. I just wanted something bigger. Yeah. No, I feel that, bro. Um man, I think yeah, I think crazy. it's gonna be big for the city, man. And um the vision is very clear when you appreciate it. it. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I like it because it goes back to what you were saying of, of like if there isn't a market created. Right. You know what I'm saying? hundred so, percent. Nah, hell yeah, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. You know what I mean? There's a lot of gems in this. Mm-hmm. Dropping a lot of jewelry in here, man. Um, yes, sir. Now, uh, Ahmed, um, or do you go by Sheck? What do you prefer? I should ask you before I got three names. <laughs> All right. And it depends, like, who's, who's talking to me. But what if it's, like, you? the social media, yeah, you know, whatever, Sheck, Sheck. obviously. Got you know, you. It's my last name. Um, if it's just like you kind of know me around, it's Ahmed. Got that's, you. That's work in school. I got you. Yeah. Work in school. <laughs> got you. <laughs> If, if, for if, those yeah. listening if i say you're my homie don't <laughs> yeah. ever call me on that yeah. you know what i'm saying gotcha. yeah. now what everyone calls him a day okay mm-hmm. if you just talk to anybody anybody in the city they're like, they oh you talking about my day they know mm-hmm. talking yeah. about my day mm-hmm. it's my day like that's my name got gotcha. you my day got gotcha. you my parents call me my brothers call me okay. my homies call me the okay. streets call me yeah. it's my day yeah. got gotcha. you but if it's on social media shack Okay. If I'm at fucking illegal job or whatever, <laughs> yeah. call me on that. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it, bro. That's how it goes. That's I love it. Um, so, uh, speaking of social media, though, where can everybody find you? Yeah, let them know where they can where they can tap. Yeah, so uh, Instagram, Shex Closet, uh, TikTok, Shex Closet as well. And then my businesses, the Mecca, uh, Northwest, that's the Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we have Northwest Soul Exchange, which is the event. Mm-hmm. It's going to be this Saturday, mm-hmm. November 13th. You don't want to miss it. And the grand opening for the Mecca is going to be the day after Sunday, November 14th at mm-hmm. 11 a.m. We're going to have free giveaways, raffles, mm-hmm. uh, doorbuster deals, and we're going to have some treats Hell yeah. and merch. And it's, and it's so going to keep, keep growing. It's going to keep going. It's going to keep growing. All right, yes, go sir. check it out, man. Hell yeah, you know bro. Oh, we definitely going to pull up. We definitely yeah. going to pull oh, up. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, before we get you out of here, we always ask our guests this question, um, something to kind of cap up what we discussed right. and what can uh, cast what's ahead. So if you can, my brother, what's one word to describe what keeps you on the up and up and why? I think never being satisfied. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's for me. That's how I've always been because I've been in multiple situations where I could have been happy with what I, what I got, mm-hmm. but I've always wanted more. And I never like being stagnant. Mm. I don't care what it is. Like, even if my money's not right, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, what about my body? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or what about my religion mm. or something? But I always just felt like we should always be improving on ourselves mm-hmm. or looking for that next, like, trend or the next step. Yeah. And I feel like that's important. Yeah. Because sometimes, like, yeah, you're in a good situation. But sooner, sooner than later, like, it's insanity when you do the same thing over and over yeah. again mm-hmm. even For if sure. it works mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but if you do the same thing over and over yeah. and over yeah. again yeah you're gonna get sick of it yeah, yeah. 
So I always just try to do something new yeah. or try to like work on another project mm-hmm. or try to hop on the next wave. Like I'm always just, my mind's always like, yeah. yo, what's new? Unsatisfied mm-hmm. in, you know what in a good way. Yeah. yeah in a good sure. way. I feel like I'm in like a social media fucking yeah. guru. Like I'm like, what's yeah. next? What's the next <laughs> but it's just like, you know, like nah. you just want to know. That's, you know, that's, yeah. uh, that's actually yeah. the beauty of life sometimes, you know, it's a blessing to have that perspective. Right. where you're like damn mm-hmm. what's what else is right. there out there mm-hmm. what very, can i do more very mm-hmm. explorative bro i love it man well you know you got support with us here man we wish you Appreciate much success it, moving bro, forward bro thank you thank you um keep yeah. keep just keep building keep um inspiring people out here man Appreciate keep, it, man. You know, thank you guys keep representing man it's important man we talked about this having people in right. spaces taking right. up spaces um where, it's, it's crazy yeah mm-hmm. you know just just it's crazy yeah like in general like yeah. doing what i do yeah it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's, I think about it all the time. It's crazy, but we're trying to make it normal. Right. Let's it's, go. It's, yeah. I mean, and, it, and it's not even like, yeah. yo, forget a, a, a ethnicity thing or a yeah. religion thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. for anybody. Not facts. To do what I'm doing is mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. the crazier thing about it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's just crazy. Yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying? And I'm just trying to, I'm trying my best. I'm figuring out. Nah, like, like his quote uh, earlier, yeah. you got to believe in yourself. But, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I feel like. I may not be the smartest person. Uh, I may not be the luckiest person, mm-hmm. but I've always tried to put out good energy. Yeah. And I feel like eventually like a lot of it started coming not back. You, the universe, you know the universe mm-hmm. is always listening mm-hmm. and it's always watching. Always. You just make sure when that time comes, bro, you just got to be hungry. Stay on Come your on. toes mm-hmm. and you got to grind, bro. Yeah, no, for you sure. got to work for it. For yeah. sure, man. Like I said, luck's attracted to preparation, man. Exactly. You already know. Well, I'm Ahmed Sheck. Uh, Madei, yeah. whatever they want to call you, they can call you that. Uh, but we know we're going to call you a good brother, man, and a family of thank the show. You, thank you. With that being said, I think it's safe to say, Sheck, Sheck's Closet, the Mecca, Come the whole on. team, the whole movement are officially members of the Up and Up. Can we get a round of applause for the good brother? Yes, sir. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, sir. Thank you, man. Yo, what up? It's Rubino. And this is DJ Earn. We hope you enjoyed that episode and that now you have a better understanding of what it means to live life on the Up and Up. To continue supporting the podcast and the entire Up and Up movement, be sure to rate, review, like, and subscribe. As well as follow us at underscore the Up and Up on all social media platforms to stay connected with everything the Up and Up has coming your way. Thanks for listening. And until the next one, keep it on the Up and Up.